Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Everything country, 101.3 KFDI. Partly cloudy, 34. Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, King Cakes and Beignets and Red Beans and Rice and Jambalaya and Gumbo and Beads and... Whew. This is the day to get it all out of your system. Lent starts tomorrow. So today, you do you. Uh, today, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Today is Mardi Gras. Today is Fat Tuesday. Today is Fat Tuesday, right? This is where we wrap up all the debauchery and overeating. One final, one final go. Fat Tuesday today. Tomorrow is National Margarita Day. Those two days back to back, the world is going to come apart at the seams. Just saying. Good luck. Wear your helmet and be safe. (laughs) Going to be an interesting couple of days. A lot's going on today. I'm going to talk more about the baby rhino. Pretty excited for Tanganyika Wildlife Park. The baby rhino. It's a long pregnancy. I'm just saying. What else is going on? You doing all right? Talk or text anytime, as always, 844-436-1013. Went to a new doctor yesterday. Went went to a new doctor. She told me that uh, I'm cooking with too much butter and bacon. I clearly need a new doctor. <laughs> Let's go! Be kind of windy, but not a bad day at all. Just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Everything is awesome. I was literally talking about this yesterday around this time about how we just need to lift each other up more. Lift each other up rather than tear each other down. And as much of hot garbage TikTok can be, there are good things happening on TikTok too. And I like to highlight those. So dude's name is Lloyd. Lloyd had a dream. Lloyd liked to write. And he wrote a book. And he just wanted it to be a bestseller. And he's had this book written for 11 years. And he had it published in you know, paperback, and it's just been kind of sitting there. Hasn't really taken off after 11 years. Well, his daughter took to TikTok and said, hey, can you help my dad's dream come true? Can, can, you, can, you, can you make this book a bestseller? Can you, can you just buy a couple copies? You know, because people are doing that. People are, you know, they're going on and saying, hey, here's my Venmo. Can you help us out? We're in a spot. And, and you know what? You're, you're, you're answering the call in some cases. Well, you answered the call in this case, too. And his book has finally become a bestseller on Amazon. And the video where he finds out is just the sweetest thing. Kindness, lifting each other up, doing something for dad. That's awesome. Just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Hardy, Laney Wilson, wait in the truck, everything country, 101.3, KFDI, 544, Tuesday, Fat Tuesday. All right, you break it, you buy it. You break it, you buy it. Here's the thing. As children, one of the first things we are taught when we are mobile and upright and walking is don't touch the expensive stuff. Like when we get close to things that are breakable, our parents, don't touch that. Don't touch. Stop it. Don't touch. No touching. Put your hands in your pocket. When we go out in public, when they take us to, you know, places, you just know. it's it's. So why does this happen? An unnamed guest, which is probably best for all involved, 
An unnamed guest at a Miami art show apparently told some people that she just wanted to disappear after this happened, but she accidentally knocked over a famed artist's porcelain blue dog that looks like it was a balloon animal. Okay? Beautiful piece. Very shiny. Not even sure what it's made out of, but it's made out of something that's fragile. She's... Here's the thing. I don't buy the accidentally, and here's why. You can't say it was an accident when you touch it. Because, look, it's shiny, and it looks like it looks like a balloon. And I, I understand the curiosity that you want to touch it to see if it feels like a balloon. But don't touch it. You're in an art gallery surrounded by stuff you can't afford. Because this particular sculpture was $42,000. That is a brand new car. And she poked it with her finger, and it fell over. <sighs> now, a rep for the art gallery hosting the piece said the woman gave an unintentional kick to the pedestal where the sculpture was placed. So I don't know, finger, a kick, either way, either way. She was close enough to know better. Now, there's no word yet on whether she's going to be financially responsible for this. I'm sure there was insurance, but here's the deal. I I, I think I I think you, you you have to recoup some of your losses somehow. You break it, you buy it. Is there something really expensive you've broken? I mean, it, it may have been it may have been yours. It may have been yours. It may not have been. Matthew texting in my three-year-old son through his tippy cup at my sister's flat screen and broke the screen. I think it was about a 65 inch, so I ended up giving her my TV. That was just a little bit smaller. Ooh. The cup that, that <laughs> the cup that broke the TV. Also got a text, uh, usually when I break something expensive, it's usually on a car when I was trying to replace something else that was <laughs> broke. Dude, you fix things and break things like I do. Like I am the worst. And today's Star Spangled Salutes honors veteran Rob Haupt. Rob, now 41, diagnosed with polycystic kidney disease in his early 20s. Three days after graduating from high school in the year 2000, he headed to Paris Island, having joined the Marines while he was still in high school, still a high school student. After 9/11, he was deployed to Iraq. Once his active duty tour ended in 2004, he served another four years as a reservist. Today, the disease has progressed, and now even carrying groceries leaves him winded. Since his family and his wife aren't viable candidates to be living donors, Rob is looking to you, the public, anyone, to come forward and be tested to be a living donor. For Rob, a living donor is the best chance to avoid dialysis and returning to his life where he can be present for his wife and his three teenage sons, his employer, and his friends. Good luck on your search, Rob. I know you will find your donor, and thank you for your service. You can learn more about Rob at the Star Spangled Salute over at KFDI.com. You have a thought? I work for a manufacturing company here in Wichita, and you're the kind of person we like. Uh, when you go to fix something and you break something, then we not only get to charge you for what you broke, we charge you for what the original fault was, too. <laughs> and that is why I am here, and you are there, and I will never step foot in your place ever. <laughs> I don't customer service, Chris, so I have to try and explain that to the customer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, I'm just going to sit here like Homer Simpson, push a couple of buttons, eat donuts, and live a happy life. KFDI, good morning. Morning, JJ. Morning, William. Hey, uh, I love what you said about Homer Simpson. Sit there, push buttons. Are you eating the Homer donut while at it? 
You know what, William? I love donuts. Oh, 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 donuts are so good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it's chocolate glazed. It doesn't matter whether it's a bear claw, whether it's an eclair. I love donuts. When my little sister was about five and I was probably 16, we went to a museum that had uh, the dioramas with the animals in them. Right. And this one didn't have glass. It oh. just had, like, ropes. Oh, no. And so my sister was trying to reach in and touch something, and my mom said, no, don't touch that. If you touch that, all the fur will fall off. So then we wander off through the rest of the museum, right? And she was an escape artist. And so without either my mom or I realizing she was gone, she had went back, touched it, and came back and said to my mother, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> see that's see that's the problem it's like when we're in the car and the kids are in the back seat and we see something on the side of the road we don't want them to see like a dead animal or something we tell them not to look what's the first thing you're going to do they're going to look turn this off lights camera action that's entertainment cnn anchor don lemon has been removed from the air again and has now been ordered into what's being called formal training after more insensitive comments were made about women Jansen Panettiere, actor and brother of actress Hayden Panettiere, dead at the age of 28, no cause of death given at this time. Word on the street is Meghan Markle and Prince Harry did not take kindly to South Park's parody of them as the Prince and Princess of Canada. Meghan is so upset, reports say they are considering lawyering up. This just in, Rihanna's halftime pregnancy reveal was not just a surprise to you and I, but also to her dad, who claims that's how he found out that he was going to be a pop-pop again. And a Hellboy reboot is coming. Again, Hellboy the Crooked Man is going to be an R-rated horror film, according to the new director. Building that watch list for tonight, the FBI's and the Rookies, all new tonight. Number 14, K-State hosting number 9, Baylor, uh, ESPN2, uh, and uh, two new episodes of La Brea on NBC. And if you're looking for another good whodunit, check out Julianne Moore in Sharper on Apple TV+. Plus. Cut! A few minutes ago in the watch list, you heard me talking about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Pretty upset. Pretty upset that South Park in their new season is trolling them pretty hard. But not as Prince Harry and and Meghan Markle. They are the prince and princess of Canada. And here's just a sample. So let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you. But you say your life has been hard. And now you've written all about it in your new book, Where? Where? <laughs> yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I are totally like, you should write a book because your family's like stupid and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. <laughs> so you're a journalist. We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. And it goes on and on. and on. I mean, I, I can see why they're upset, but I'm not sure lawyer, lawyering up is, is really going to get them anywhere. Country. Country. <laughs> oh. Jelly Roll just announced his huge back road baptism tour, and he's bringing some friends like Ashley McBride, Struggle Jennings, Chase Rice, El King, and more. Tickets go on sale Friday. You can see the show in Kansas City August 26th. And the Bubba's FaceTime call that they did to announce the show, pretty funny nod to an old Budweiser commercial. You can watch it in the Country Music Minute at KFDI.com. You can also listen to Sam Hunt's new single called Walmart. It's not what you think. Give it a listen. Kenny Chesney wants you to win your way to the last stop of his I Go Back tour. It's stopping March 30th here in Wichita. That show, the last one, Memorial Day, Orange Beach, Alabama. Go to Country Music Minute to find out how to enter. 
With Kelsey Ballerini on CMT Storytellers and her upcoming appearance on SNL, she's talking about her new EP. And my favorite song on that EP is Leave Me Again. She says this new season of her life inspired the song. Winona Judd's next album, Coming Together, and all signs point to it, including Brandi Carlile and Trisha Yearwood. And Trisha is going to be on the new duets album with Garth Brooks. This we know. Garth spills the beans with more details. What's coming uh, will come late in this year, but it's cool. It'll. Uh, we talk about new music. It's coming. We talk about the duets record. It's coming. Maybe not with Trisha Yearwood, but uh, you know the duets record that's coming is not just of the Queen. The Queen's in there, of course, because you can't do it uh, without her. But this is. Um, it's been fun so far. It's going to be a blast to finish. <laughs> I get chills every time I hear that music. Congratulations, Tanganyika Wildlife Park. Announcing the birth of their baby rhino calf. Indian rhino calf has been born. Talked about this briefly when we had Matt in with his three-banded armadillo named Jordan to pick the Super Bowl. He was correct, by the way. Uh, but the rhino calf has been born. It was actually born on February 16th, named Marjon. I'm guessing it's Marjon or Marjon. Um, 40, no, excuse me, 462 days pregnant. A pregnancy of 462 days. It's like 14 months, right? And silly me, as a dude, curiosity has gotten the best of me. So at 844 436 1013. I want to know. See, for me, my daughter came a day late. She was actually supposed to be born on August 4th. She came August 5th. So pretty close to the due date, right? And we... There's a wide range from preemies to the other side of the due date. And I'm curious because 14 months, that's a long time. And I realize... That's not a number that's going to come up in this conversation. But at 844-436-1013, how overdue were you? <laughs> no, really. I, I, look, serious discussion. I mean, I, I just... How over... Wear it like a badge of honor or not. Or just share the struggle. And let us know how just horrible it was. Alyssa checking in saying... Uh, my three kids were all early, but I was three weeks late. The newspaper announced for me saying I was finally a girl. <laughs> a newspaper's got jokes. I love that. Uh, Ryan checking in saying my daughter uh, was 10 days late, then ended up being too big for me, so I had to have a C-section. Nine pounds, 14 ounces, 22 and a half inches long. Oh, good Lord. How about you? Well, I have seven, and um, I was 41 to 42 with all seven of them. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, as adults, as, as adults, are they going to be late to, like, everything? Yes. Yeah. I have a third. My oldest is 13, and he's always late. <laughs> well, at least he's consistent. Yes, Jordan Davis. Take it from me, Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI. And we will, Jordan, because it is, uh, is Fat Tuesday, the Mardi Gras celebrations, then, of course, Ash Wednesday tomorrow. But it's all about the party, all about the food, red beans and rice, jambalaya, gumbo, Etouffee, mud bugs, beignets, all of it. And, of course, the alcohol and the beads and the parades and all that, right? So, uh, some of Jordan's favorite memories when it comes to Mardi Gras. I mean, Mardi Gras growing up for me was like, 
that was Christmas. Like we had just as much fun as Mardi Gras as we did uh, come Christmas time. You know, in Shreveport, the parade came right down my street. So I remember my dad building a, on top of a ladder, he built a platform for me and my brother to sit up there. And, uh, you know, we were 12 feet above everybody and we just had a bullseye. And if you have a bullseye at a Mardi Gras parade, you're going to, you are going to load up on beads. So we had every year we would, you know, come home with the moon pies and beads and cups and everything under the sun. So, uh, Mardi Gras is a special, it's a special, you know, holiday for us. And we're definitely going to eat our fair share of king cake. Now that is, that is living right there. Uh, now I have never been to New Orleans. It's a place uh, Amy and I want to visit eventually, and maybe we'll do it during Mardi Gras. Who knows? But if you're going to be a first-time visitor to New Orleans during Mardi Gras, Jordan has some advice for you. I have a lot of advice on Mardi Gras. My main piece of advice is everybody needs to experience New Orleans once. Other piece is just pace yourself. It's a, it's a, it is a pretty much a month-long party. So, you know, just, just pace yourself. Try to stay hydrated that's not alcohol. And uh, you have a blast and uh, catch a bunch of beads. Sometimes you do have to show something, but that's not a that's that's not a a necessary rule. Now, as a male, I'm okay with that rule, but you don't have that's not always what you have to do. <laughs> get get a sign. That's another that's another uh, piece of advice. If you're really going after beads, um, you know, get something that catches their eyes. Also, when it comes to sign, best advice: make it a hoop. So like if if you have because if you have somebody on a, on a float, if they have something to throw at, you're gonna get a ton more beads. So that's that's another piece of advice. And they do throw moon pies off of the floats. Don't eat the moon pies. <laughs> just keep them as a souvenir. But uh, if you want a moon pie, just just buy your own. Big or small, I want it all. Your happiness, your wins, the things you're celebrating. Eight four 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 three six one zero one three. Those questions, who are you, where are you, why are you happy? Let's go to Tara first, saying, uh, Tara, Wichita, I'm happy because I'm living my best life. I love hearing that. I do. Appreciative of what we're doing and where we are in life. Lori's saying, I'm happy because it's a short work week and my sister's coming this week. That'll be fun to see your sister. Fran checking in. Fran from Valley Center. I'm happy because it's my birthday. Happy, happy you day. Have a good day celebrating you. Brianna checking in. She is focused from Wichita, happy because we are one day closer to the weekend. I hear that. More weather like we had yesterday and we're getting today. Please. What about you? Who are you? Where are you? And why are you happy? Hey, my name's Steven. I am uh, from Wichita. And I'm happy because, you know, I have so much to be thankful for. And uh, I think it's important just to uh, make that choice to be happy. Exactly, because uh, we control our own happiness. We can't let any other people affect it. And stopping and being grateful for the things you have and sometimes the things you don't have is super important. Exactly, dude. Misty checking in by text, saying, Hi, I'm Misty from Wichita, and I'm happy because I've been married for two and a half months. One of my kids is going to college. I have the best job ever, and my family is happy and healthy. That is a whole list of gratitude and things to celebrate right there. So, Misty, I'm happy for you. Thank you for sharing. How fast can you run? Will you escape? Beat the Bobcat on KFDI. Hello, Jeff. 
Yes, sir. Jeff, you are uh, in to beat the Bobcat. You you work for the city. I appreciate you being a hard-working, uh, important piece to keeping our city moving and clean and all that. Uh, you, uh, okay. you you love hanging out with the grandkids? Yes, sir. In, in fact, uh, one of your grandkids got some ba- got baseball season on the way, so you're looking forward to that? Yes, sir. Uh, just finished watching uh, the opening season of American Idol, and uh, mm-hmm. I-, I love that part of Idol with all the stories. So you got you got a lot to do. You got you got to you got to focus on the season of American Idol. You got to focus on baseball season. So let's get to it. Let's beat this Bobcat. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, you know how it works. Ten things, twenty seconds. Run fast, thing fast. I'm going to give you a category, and I'm going to yell "run," and then it's all up to you. So here we go. It is Fat Tuesday. So in twenty seconds. Name 10 things you think of when you think of Mardi Gras. Ready? Run! Uh, Louisiana, Lays, um, Drinks, Dragon, Costume, Clown, uh, Crowd, People Gathering. So close. You got nine. Time for the eulogy. Please bow your head. On Fat Tuesday, Jeff was mauled real bad. The cat threw himself at Jeff when he saw his skin. Poor Jeff will miss his grandson playing baseball, but at least he got to see his Chiefs win. To Jeff. Next chance to beat the Bobcat. Wednesday morning, 8.50 on Everything Country, 101.3 KFDI.